Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the football podcast. Everybody's there. Myself, Paul, Matt and Stu. And we're talking football. Going to find out who won the week in the predictions and see who's going to be able to predict them their way to another win this week. Just a few games to talk about, but then we're talking what's going on in the football world. And uh, it's all wrapped up with a beautiful bow at the end. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. And uh, if you can like, share, comment and subscribe, that'd be amazing. Same for you audio listeners. Um, if, you, if you're already subscribing, great. If you're not, click of a button and it's a big help to us. Uh, if you want to drop us a line, jump over to thecookiecast.com. Email and social media links are all there. Click of a button and you can get in touch with us. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the football podcast. Recording in progress. She's right, you know, recording is in progress. And I'm going to hand over to uh, the ever-glamorous Paul Williams to uh, lead us off. Go. It's very nice of you to say, Andrew. Um, I thought you were saying the other week that that recording has, has started doesn't appear on the recording. It, it doesn't appear. It doesn't appear on the video, but it appears on the audio. Uh, of course, of course so, it will. So because of that, it in turn appears on the video, because when I marry them up, the video has the audio. So. Well, you're not wrong, you're not wrong. Yes, welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to another installment of the uh, the football podcast. It's still untitled, as uh, we, we can't we can't settle on a decent name. So um, we'll discuss your usual ins and outs of... Middlesbrough, Hull, Nottingham Forest, as as little as, as Matt would like to discuss that, I dare say. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna come at you thick and fast. Uh, and what better way to come uh, come at you thick and fast than last week's games? Oh, that's me. Just, just oh dear. Yeah. You can tell by the sigh that it's not going to be a good or high-scoring week. Oh, I, mm, um, yeah, straight in there, isn't he? Straight in there. So I, I think I, I think I, I beg to differ there. That I believe, uh, I believe somebody might have scored a shed load of points. N- not any of the football teams re- represented here, though. So you know. Uh, was, it big, was it a big week for the Bristol City boys? Yeah, Bristol City smashed it. <laughs> did, did they? They, de- they definitely didn't. So there we go. First game of the week to discuss is uh, Derby County taking on the mighty Middlesbrough. Um, Paul, let's talk about this goal fest. Well, as as we discussed on the podcast last week, uh, at, at time of recording last week, I was 
reliably informed that I had tickets to uh, to be there in person. Uh, I was then told the day before that those tickets did not exist and would not be coming. So, sadly, oh, I did not manage to get there in person. Sad trombone sound. What can only be described as a ball draw for about just a bit of a non-event really it was uh, despite everyone tipping it up as uh, at least a couple of goals uh, there, there, there were none so I don't think that'll take very long to uh, take off in the book ah now you can say we, that can we, give, can we give bonus points to whoever it was that took the tickets away from you yeah. just the same I mean in hindsight obviously they did do us a massive favour but so, even, even the worst even the worst nil nil's better than, you know, the best F one race or something like that, I suppose. <laughs> Shots fired. Look F1, out for F1, 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 F1 coming too. <laughs> I am not saying this for effect in any way, shape or form. But I've had multiple conversations with a certain somebody about doing a fire. An F1 podcast. Oh my! Um, so swiftly moving on from that. Brilliant! Can't wait for that in the uh, in the coming months. I'm pretty sure they were like, "I'm only doing it as long as I can get Paul on as a guest." Anyway, with a nil nil, we all know what that means because let's face it, it's very rare that you get a nil a nil nil where somebody predicts nil nil. Uh, everybody predicted something. Stu was the closest because Stu did go for a draw unfortunately it was a draw with goals um nil nil wipes out anybody's prediction of goal scorer and like I say Stu was closest but even Stu didn't get any points so mm, mm, oh yes 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 lovely bagels all around obviously what that does is it moves that game out of the way straight on to Fulham versus Hull City and for this game, we're going to go into one of the corners, whichever it appears on your screen, to talk to uh, Stuart Woodmancy about how his team did against Fulham. Stu? Well, remember how I said that they'd get trounced? They sort of were halfway there, because they lost 2-0. So it was Fulham 2, Hull 0. Uh, goals in the 22nd minute from Mr Mitrovic. And the 34th minute from Mr. Carvalho. So, some of you might remember, round about this time last week, some people said, oh, I've, got, I've got no faith in Hull City this week. They're going to get beat. So, I think, think we're probably going to see some points there. Was but, that one, two, three, four people that said that? <laughs> Why oh, you got to be that guy, Paul? Why you <laughs> got to be that guy? You got to be that guy. I believe this is yours. <laughs> so. You're not even a whole fan. I'm a fan of points. <laughs> and when we get to the end of this week, you will see why. <laughs> Speaking of Paul, Paul decided Fulham were going to absolutely do a number on Hull City with four goals. Now, 
he was a little out. But to make up for being a little out, he did get one of the goal scorers. So, Paul, two points for you, Stur. Stu, you also saw Fulham doing your team. Um, something that is interesting is uh, not one, but both goal scorers. So that's three points for Stu. Matt also saw Fulham doing over the Hull City boys. And uh, both goal scorers. So a two... A three and a three. We don't need to talk about what I put down, and let's move on swiftly. <laughs> if anyone's keeping score right now, I'm on zero for the week. It's okay. It's all to play. <laughs> Stoke City took on Nottingham Forest, or was it the other way around? Hmm. 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 No. Um. I'm going to go over to our Nottingham Forest correspondent, Mr. Matthew Moore, who will let us know how Nottingham Forest did taking on Stoke. Uh, they uh, lost 1-0 um, no. to somebody who I think, if I, if I research, kind of think, I think he, he played 50 games and that might have been his first goal in uh, professional football. So, uh, great. Well, it's not like anybody uh, predicted him to score. Isn't that right, Paul? I mean... You, you, can't, you can't legislate for these sort of things, can you? There was obviously something in... <laughs> I was going to say in my waters, then. But then I don't think that's how it works. You can't legislate for it, but um, apparently you can. So, you know, there we are. It's why uh, it's why people love going to quizzes with me. <laughs> the ones you go to on your own, yeah, pretty much. Uh, or is it the ones that you single-handedly shut down? Those are my favourites. <laughs> well, I did the honourable thing when he restarted it at the uh, at the beginning of the Euros. I didn't go. Didn't turn <laughs> for fear that people might see each off and just turn away. You should have just <laughs> gone for a drink and stood in the background. Not actually. <laughs> Just that waiting for people to like turn and look like. No, okay. I think I think it's this one. As you may have worked out, um, not only did Paul have Stoke City to to win, uh, not quite. It, it was a little more in the uh, Stoke City are gonna thump Nottingham Forest area. Was the only person to actually pick up the goal scorer so uh two there hot on his heels though Stuart Wood Mansing correct score sir two points for you Matt follows swiftly with uh just one point for the score there Matt just one point no goal scorers and um yeah. So anyway, the uh, scores for the week. <laughs> scores for the week so far, and this is the crucial thing. Scores for the week so far. Paul sitting pretty four. Stu 
sitting prettier on five. Matt, joint second on four. And bringing up the rear with zero is me. But it's fine. It's all fine because there's one game left and I can bring it back with this one game. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to look at this game. We're going to see how I managed to turn this ship around to win the week. Brace yourselves. Nottingham Forest took on Wolverhampton Wanderers. Quick scan. Somebody had faith in Nottingham Forest anyway. <laughs> I'll refer back to last week where I said last time. Um, we'll, we'll jump swiftly over to our Nottingham Forest fan to let us know about the absolute goal fest that this game was. Just to kind of double down on the misery. Um, yeah, so apparently apparently Forrest managed to keep a clean sheet for the first hour. Uh, well, 58 minutes, should I say. And then uh, they just conceded four in the last half an hour. So um, I think we Yay. kind of discussed it last week. That we were kind of taking a shot in the dark with who might be playing because we weren't sure whether Wolves would play a, a, a youth team or whether they'd play a stronger kind of first team with some people getting the chance mix and they went for the second option um, which I mean you know like it's, this is going to be an unusual look for me for yeah, the previous few weeks but uh, it kind of shows Forrest did alright to kind of hold out for the first hour if they were playing kind of um, Wolves team Wolves kind of first teamers when Forrest made 10 changes Um so, the people who scored, I mean, again, we have this discussion and we laugh about it. It's the, how can Matthew butcher people's names? And I've got three opportunities to do it today, folks. Um, so, we've got, I'm going to go with Sa Size, S-A-I-S-S. -S -S. Uh, lovely. Podence, or Podnack, Podance. Pedent, uh, I think it is, but pretty good. Mikado Trincao. Uh, He's the, the last third I've got one. from Barcelona. And uh, this one, this one, it was three out of four. Gibbs White, I really can't mess that one up. <laughs> um, I just did slip in there though, because the BT, uh, the, not the BBC app, kind of kind, kindly kind of slips in who does the assists, just for Mister Williams, because I knew we predicted him to get a couple. Fabio Silva got a couple of assists in there. So, uh, you know, didn't score the goals, but um, if <laughs> didn't get the assists. No. I believe he's known this is a filthy tramp, so. <laughs> I know what everybody's wondering. How did Mr. Cook take zero and turn it into a win? Well, ladies and gentlemen, he didn't. <laughs> he managed to take another zero. That's right. Finishing the week on zero. Four opportunities. A multitude of goals. Couldn't pick a single one of them. Um, Paul, you joined me with not taking any points out of this game. Uh, because you went for a draw. 
And although he did get some assists, Silva did not score any goals. That just leaves Stewart. And does does and does this mean that we need to start factoring in assists for the weekly predictions? No. I think Paul gets deducted another point just for asking that question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stu, don't be like that. Believe, don't be that me, <laughs> believe me, Stu, it, it's really not going to matter because some weeks it's close and other weeks... Stu, you took a point out of that game by predicting uh, Wolves to win. Matt, you also took a point by predicting them to win. And if you're keeping score, if you've got your calculator and your abacus out, what you'll find is dead last. Paul is third, four points. Matthew is second with five points. The winner for the week, ladies and gentlemen. The host of the Getting Over podcast. It is Mr. Stuart Woodmancy. Congratulations to you, sir. Your prize is winging its way to the wrong address. (laughs) Just goes to show, do, do the wrestling podcast, hardly ever win the wrestling predictions. Come and do the football. Now we're talking. That's like it's a life lesson. <laughs> now then, I am reliably informed that there are just three games to predict this week. Um, and it seems to be in some kind of weird reverse order because normally it would be. Either the Hull City or the Middlesbrough boys up at the top. But this week, Derby County take on Nottingham Forest. Um, if anybody wants to cast their mind back, like I said before, it's official. Last week was the last week of me ever predicting Forest to win. So, guess what? Derby County 1-0. Morrison to score. Paul. All runs have to come to an end, don't they? Depends on how bad your belly is, but you know. No one. (laughs) No team is shit forever. So, and there's nothing better to kick yourself out of a rut than a local derby. So, I would like to go for Derby County to get back-to-back goalless draws at home. Uh, Okay. You are welcome, podcast audience. So, so nil-nil. Nil-nil. Okay. Stu, any advances on nil-nil? Well, Paul, I agreed with you. I thought you were you were building to that crescendo finish of, you, you're damn right, all bad runs have to come to an end. And I thought you would go in there and then you seem to fall at the final hurdle. So I am probably blindly going into this on the back of the, the laws of probability more than anything. No offence, Matt. Um, but I am going to go with Derby County 1, Nottingham Forest 
two. He's a crazy bastard. He's an absolute mentalist. And the other thing was, seeing as... I mean, I'm, I'm going to... Slight spoiler. But um, seeing as none of our teams could seemingly hit a cow's ass with a banjo last week, um, I'm also plumbing for all of our teams to score at least one goal this week. So you'll, you'll see how that goes. So this is the start of that good run. Never uh, going to happen. So... Um, much like Andy, I uh, selected Morrison to score for Derby, and oh, also because so bad at Borough, he's he's absolutely overdue. Taylor has got to score for Forest at some point. He got it's... the first day of the season. Yeah, but not since. Did he did he did he score in a win? No, this time he's going to score in a win. So Taylor is the first. And just purely for the, the laws of writing it in the book, uh, I've gone for Zinka Nagel for the second. <laughs> oh, I, was con- I was convinced you were going with Bong there for a second. <laughs> you, thought, if, if, anyone, if anyone ever predicts Bong scoring, you're literally the only person on the planet, including Forest fans, who are predicting that because he is... Not well liked within the forest <laughs> fandom would be a polite way of putting it. He's a he's I mean, a he's a Hewton fanboy though, isn't he? Like he's he's like one of Hewton's boys. I think he had him. He had him no. at Brighton. I think he had him at it, Brighton. So I think he, he just sort of, he signs him wherever he goes. Have you just openly said on the podcast that Hewton likes the bomb? <laughs> what he does in his own personal time <laughs> is none of yeah. our business. The irony being with that is that he was he was sent off to go and train in the corner with Harry Arter and all the other people that they want to leave. So and then because we had no fullback, so they were like, um, Gaten, uh, come on, mate, kind of needs you to play this weekend. <laughs> they got himself sent off, prick. Um, oh no, got himself banned. Didn't get didn't get sent off got banned retrospectively. Was that because he likes to um, go I on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to poke people in the eye. That's exactly what he likes to do. <laughs> right, my prediction. I was going to say, uh, I felt like that needed more investigation, but we should probably move on. So, uh, <laughs> move on. As the forest fan amongst us, Matt, tell us how it's really going to go down. Well, I am in the battle of the A52 for the Brian Clough Trophy. Yes, there is a trophy for this derby. Yeah, this derby, this East Midlands derby. I have gone for a really glamorous and exciting one-all draw. Because it's generally, with Forest and Derby matches, it's either a draw with goals or an absolute thumping for one of the two teams. And... Uh, Neither team has really shown the evidence of giving the other one a thump in. So, uh, one each. And I've gone for Phil Jagielka scoring for Derby, because Forrest don't like defending corners. Or just defending. Yeah. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and for Forrest Yates, he'll probably score and then get himself sent off for, I don't know, killing somebody on the way back. It'd be awesome if he does score and gets sent off because he just goes up to that. He just goes up to Rooney in the face and just goes, ah! 
<laughs> genuinely could happen. And I don't know who I'd pull for in that fight. But they're equally hateable. I've seen and one it. of those people is a Forest player and one of those people is Wayne Rooney. You, you know how like um, Facebook listens to you, so you get the marketed adverts on your phone. Um, <clears throat> I'd seen, obviously, after the podcast, we'd obviously talked about Derby, um, seen as all three of us now have, have suffered that game already this this early in the season. And then um, it said that they're getting so desperate. This, this article came up on a, a like a Derby Gazette or whatever their local paper is, whatever it would be. Um, saying that they're getting so desperate for players that it's uh, they, they were trying to push him to to re re-sign as, as like as an active player before like all of, all of that finishes as well. I, was like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say re-sign some player that he released in the summer. No, 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 re-sign Wayne mm. Rooney. God. Yeah, I, well, know, must, I, I reckon more than anything, it was probably just a slow news day in Derby that day, or as it's known, just a regular day. Derby. I think the thing you have to think with, like, you have to remember with Rooney, is that he's a 36-year-old man in about a 52-year-old man's body. <laughs> just because his, his body will just be ruined. Because obviously he's played, what, 50 to 60 games a season since he was 16. And like he just he just never stopped. So his body is just ravaged. And then also, on top of that though, yeah, he never stopped playing football. But then on top of that, he drank and smoked and smoked and all that kind of thing that doesn't do anything. I would, I mean, I've never played professional sport at all, but I would be confident that at this stage in life, I'm probably about as fit as Wayne Rooney. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if he goes the Steve Bruce route of retired, double his weight within six months. Because that's the way that Bruce went. I've, I've never known of otherwise known as the race Well, oh, yeah, that was that was a thing as well. But one thing I did hear about Derby was that apparently the latest Scotland squad, um, Andy Marshall, the the goalkeeper, had to be left out because he's not in Rooney's good books at Derby at the minute. And I was just thinking, Christ Almighty, they haven't got enough players as it is. They don't. They can't afford to have people, like, players that they don't want at the club. Exactly. That was a weird one because Steve Clark was talking about that. And is that contract related, i.e. like bonuses that he's due for games played and stuff oh, like man. that? Because they're so financially buggered, he just can't, they can't play him. Because he's Maybe. the third choice. He's not even like sat on the, the bench best. just in case. He's that he's third choice at Derby. And Steve Clark was like, oh yeah, if he can get a move and start playing again. Have I called him back Andy? Is it, is it David Marshall? Actually, I think I called him Andy. David, yeah, David Marshall. Yeah, David yeah. He's a former Hull player as well. I was going to say I thought he was at Hull for a port, for a portion of his uh, career. I mean, in fairness, the, the, from from patches of his uh, his whole career, third choice is uh, still far too much. But <laughs> I mean, they've re- they've resubmitted their accounts for the four or five seasons where they got creative, shall we say? <laughs> Um, and uh, I mean, who's to say that these ones are legitimate as well? Because uh, I very much doubt it. I wouldn't trust anything that came out of that club if it was notarised by eight different people. Oh God, no! It, they have it, got to be the most dodgy club in the entire country, other than maybe Man City. But I mean, God, take your pick out of the top. 
four five in the Premiership because that's you know there's some definite creative accounting going on there. But Derby is just them and Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, obviously Sheffield Wednesday got caught, but still something dodgy going on there as well. Who would have thought so? There you go. Hull City are taking on Bournemouth this week. So. Matt, why don't you tell us what you think is going to happen in this game? I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I've, t- I've, I've taken a bit of a kick in over the past few weeks and uh, I'm uh, not about to start making friends with people uh, now either. Uh, <laughs> I've gone 2-1 to Bournemouth. Goal scorers? Uh, uh, Wilkes for Hull. Okay. And then... Solanke for Bournemouth and Stanislas for this second one as well which was a difficult one to write down because he is a bit of a tool Interesting What did the Stanislas do to you Matthew? He's just whenever I've seen him play he just seems to be just a general kind of hit I mean I don't want I don't want to use the word but you know they generally arrive on a Tuesday and uh, it's a bit ishy with it kind of thing. You know, it just seems to be a little bit like that. You know. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, so there's, there's, always, there's always those players. There's, there's always those players who, every time they play against your club, they just seem to do something that really, really ticks you off. Connor He's a bit whiny, a bit whiny, a bit divey, a bit antagonistic towards people you know just a general you know occupier of Tuesdays one of those players where when he plays against you he's an absolute Uh, but if he's on your team different story standard standard play where he's uh, he's one of the first people to uh, you know throw himself to the ground as soon as anyone goes anywhere near him but yeah if he's putting tackles in he's always leaving a bit on the other guy as well yeah, yeah they're, pre- they're pleading his innocence to the refs and, you know, the first one to be there next to the referee talking and going, oh, you know, maybe you should get out and you just think, ah, oh, piss off me. Chirper. Chirper, yeah. chirpers. I have got Hull City winning this one. That's all I'm saying. Gone 1-0. Lewis Potter to score. Paul, you know, you know, in the wrestling podcast, when people make their picks and then you sort of swoop in round the back with the playing playing for points method. Don't really think it applies in the football world as much. No, no. If you go if you go back through the last, you know, since the season started, I don't think I've got more than. Well, we know what we got. We, we know what I got last week. Um, oh, one the week before. Uh, oh, two the week before. I mean, I, I'm just working it on the golf scoring system rather than the actual points. But you know, be fine. So season so far, three. You got double that last week. <laughs> but it's not about me and how shit I am at predicting football. It's about what you think Hull City's going to do. Um, I, again, 
runs are there to sort of be broken and stuff, and I think they've lost all their home games so far, haven't they? Stick me down for it, because Bournemouth have just taken an absolute pasting in the cup as well, so that might put them a little bit on the back foot. Stick me down for a 1-1 draw. Go oh, for I'm it. pushing out of the there. Oh, what? oh, he's taking a piece in the cup or one drop. <laughs> um, I'll have McGuinness to score for Hull. Are you sure that's how, he, how he's staying? <laughs> Who knows? Who can tell anyone? Names, they, they mean nothing. Um, and for Bournemouth... David Brooks. If he's still there. Stu. Oh, hey, oh. There's, always, there's always talk of him going uh, and getting signed by someone. I have clearly been uh, almost borrowing your copybook, Andy, because uh, on the back of the 6 0 pasting that Bournemouth had in the cup, um, I have also gone this time round for a Hull 1 Bournemouth nil. Good luck. Just to just just to steal the bit from from uh, from Paul of the the Bournemouth defeat and to steal the bit from Andy of the 1-0. Uh, I might as well steal from Matt as well so I'll have Wilkes as the goal scorer. Beautiful. <laughs> well, what you've done there is you've borrowed a little bit from everybody to get your result, right? To uh, get no points, yeah, you're, you're right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, following following me is probably not the way to go for points. So uh, just just we'll saying, see. Just you're going to smash it this week, Andy. I can I can tell. I can, uh, I can I'll, I'll be I'll be walking out with like ten points for the week, even off the back of three games. It's like all of these teams. It's it's my time to shine. Ah, it's my time all, to break my laws. All them streaks are there, yeah. All yeah. them streaks are there to be broken. So, last game of the week. It's Paul's favourite team. Blackburn Rovers. <laughs> yeah, and they're taking on them, uh, them Middlesbrough guys. Um, I've gone one nil for Middlesbrough. And I've got what more down to score. A solid, solid goal. Uh, let's double down with Stu. Let's um, snake. Essentially, essentially repaying Paul's confidence in the 1-1 draw for Hull. I am going for a 1-1 draw uh, for Middlesbrough. And uh, seen as there's the, the old boy rule is in play, I have gone for Ayala to score for Blackburn. Oh, I forgot he was there. And uh, I've gone for a, a Tavernier to score for Middlesbrough. Beautiful stuff. Matt? I'm continuing my theme of making friends. Um, and I've gone uh, my favourite score. I think I think this must be like my most predicted score, I think. 2-1 uh, to Blackburn. Does anybody remember the season that I predicted two one for ninety five percent of the games? That was uh, that was a good time. Pretty sure that was also my highest scoring season. So Matt, I've at it. Goal scorers. Like 
a less than sort of cheat code. Um, <laughs> uh, middles of a scorer, Crooks. Breen three. Wow. Ah, oh, you know, it's playing the odds. If he scored that many, then, you know, hopefully. Uh, and then Blackburn, Pervader. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute, did you say three and three? Yeah, in home games. Oh, okay, I was going to say, because I'm pretty sure we just talked about a nil-nil draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Gallagher for the second. Okay. Paul took a deep breath there, as if he knew something hot. No, um, your pervader shot might be a good one. Because he's just gone on loan from Leeds, hasn't he? So. Yeah, that was. He's got out of Leeds and is uh, loving life in. Celebrating. <laughs> yes, celebrating. <laughs> Going to Blackburn. <laughs> I, have, I have been to both places. I'm not sure that would be the term I'd use, to be fair. I have <laughs> also. Yeah, I have also been to both places. And I would say Blackburn is a. a, a Distinct improvement to that absolute shithole. Paul! Making friends uh, with Leeds. Fuck oh, Leeds. Fuck their football <laughs> team. Fuck their city. Fuck everything about them. They can get bombed <laughs> to the dark ages for all I care. Start with I'm, the football I'm, team and work out. I'm potentially reading between the lines here, but I'm getting a sense that Andy. Might not have a lot of time for these. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna nip over and get the Andy doll, and I'll show you exactly. <laughs> it, it, bend, oh, it bends at the middle. Let's put it that way. Oh dear! Nice. Well, I'll be ticking the not for children on this podcast. <laughs> as long as you can save the couple of little sanctuaries that are within Leeds that we like, North oh, well, Bruin. And yeah, we'll Northern. class North, Northern Monk. We'll class all those sort of places as like independent sort of states. Republics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll class them as like international waters or something like that. Like Andorra and, uh, and uh, San Marino. San Marino. Oh, <laughs> like that, kind of like principalities. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? If Northern Monk and North just decided to, to declare as sovereign states, it'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, Not from right, the country, anyway. just from Leeds. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll i go full-on Homer and go for a 1-0 Borough win. Love <laughs> it. Is it too much for me to ask for an Ayala own goal? No. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> let's, let's go for it. Let's live, on the, let's live life on the edge. We've got... We're, We've all three of it. We've all experienced it, so it's it's probably not unlikely. If he could if he could rifle it in from like twenty five yards out as well, that'd be even better. At the very least, he'll probably give away the penalty that you score from. So yeah, well, well, it, it's whenever it comes up in conversation, my mates always enjoy the fact that when we went to the playoff final against Norwich, he attempted a Cruyff turn on his on the edge of his own box and fell over, gave the ball to Cameron Jerome, which from which he scored. So <laughs> that was nice. And from, from my experience of seeing him play live, it's one of them ones where you'll be lining up to defend a corner, it'll be an out-swinging corner, and he'll still manage to bullet it into the top right-hand corner <laughs> rather than heading it out. Oh, oh my. 
As I mentioned earlier, only three games. Just just the three games to predict. And they have been predicted. So, uh, so, so what do we do now? Well, usually this would be the any other business section. That's and, it, um, yeah. We could probably kick it off with the... So, obviously, we had the messy talk a couple of weeks ago. And I, it th- I thought it was... Night. I don't think it was that messy. I thought it was quite quite clean and stuff. It was, you know, all regimented. One for you there, Stu. Just for you, buddy. <laughs> that jokes. Ooh. That jokes for justice. But it, but it broke. I think it broke last night that um, apparently Real Madrid were uh, bidding, I think it was £160 million for Kylian Mbappe at PSG. Um, now... The sort of the conversation I've had with like various people is that if PSG turn it down, they're basically just saying money means absolutely nothing to us because he's out of contract at the end of this season. He has already said he's pretty much not going to sign an extension, so he will be able to leave for nothing. And if you turn down what is what the sort of fourth highest fee for a player ever. You're basically just saying that, yeah, money don't really matter to us. They apparently want to recoup their £180 million investment in him before. The best thing is is that apparently Madrid are three quarters of them, three quarters of a billion uh, pounds, euros in debt. And have also taken out half a billion to refurb the stadium. So, well, you know, let's just call it a cool. One and a quarter billion pounds, pounds, euros in debt already, and they want to yep. spend 180 million on a player. If if there's not evidence, if this is not further evidence that football is absolutely effed, then here we are, folks. It's just ridiculous. Is it is it just football or is Spain becoming the next Greece? Like it's, it's certainly going that way if, if they're not careful. I think the thing with the Mbappe thing as well is if it goes through, it'll kickstart what can only be described as the sort of most insane transfer merry-go-round that's ever going to happen. Because if he goes, if he goes to Madrid, PSG will try and pull, they'll try and pull the trigger and try and get Ronaldo from Juventus. That'll force Juventus to try and sign somebody, and it'll just end. It'll just what it'll end up with. It'll end up with Tottenham. On deadline day, Levy will just absolutely shaft them again, like he does every single season. And they'll just panic, and they'll just they'll sell Kane for two hundred million or something like that, and they'll buy a striker from Pools or something like that to replace. <laughs> well, th- this was the other thing I was going to say about was that the Harry Kane thing. You know, not not to be usurped by all of the massive announcements of different transfers here, there, and everywhere. Be prepared, people, because a player that has a contract with a football club has now played a game for that football club and has also said he's staying there. Woohoo! It is, it is sad, isn't it, that it's got to the stage where like news is that a player has decided to stay and honour his contract to a club. This is what drives me mad because it's like the, the, the eternal argument is... Well, yeah, but you can, if you hand your notices in at your job, you've got you you've got you can leave within like what a month to three months. You're like, yeah, but I'm also not getting paid a million pound a week to do my job either. 
you know, or a million pound a month or however, you know, however much ridiculous. And I didn't go in there saying, yeah, I'll sign this contract for the rest of my life or, you know, the next five years I'm definitely working here and then I'm going to go. I, it's, and the problem is it's happening. It's kind of not one to take it away from being a football podcast, but it's happening across lots of other sports. It's a big problem in the NBA at the moment is that these players will sign a five-year contract for $200 million and then three years in will go, don't like playing in Oklahoma City. I'll want to go to Los Angeles. And you think, yeah, probably most people in the country want to go to Los Angeles, but you've signed a contract for five years. Yeah, I'm not going to play. You know, and it just seems to be this kind of thing of, I'm not going to turn up for work because I don't like it. I'm thinking, yeah, that that's called Monday to Friday for most people. You know, but actually we turn up, you know, it's it's mental. It's absolutely mental that these, you know, it's difficult because you kind of, I can't, someone said the other day, they own him. And I'm like, that's a difficult kind of phrase. Um, and then kind of when you throw in kind of racial connotations to it as well, that's a very difficult phrase. But if you sign a contract, people expect, you know, I can't, you know, you sign a contract with like with Sky and you can't go, well, actually, I don't, Sky Sports is shit in the summer. I don't want to watch it anymore. Um, they go, well, you signed up when the football was on, so uh, you still want to watch the football in a few months, don't you, kind of thing. And, you know, this, yeah, this contract thing seems to be a loose kind of... But you're right with the Levy thing. You'll leave it right up until whenever the window closes, 5 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, and sell him at court to 12 or whatever it is. And he'll go, look, I've got 200 million for him. Well, yeah, yeah, we've got no strike. I mean, regardless of if they keep him or not, though, I mean, let's cut to the chase. Tottenham are still going to win absolutely jack shit this season. So. What were we talking about? They're, they're one game away from being in the prestigious Euro- Europa Conference League. <laughs> maybe by not being included in that, maybe they can class that as a win. Who knows? The EFL trophy of, uh, of European competitions. <laughs> is it? Is it what what essentially used to be the Intertoto trophy? Is that no? So this this is, I suppose, it's, it's, it's sort of like it, I, I, I guess it's that kind of to sort of replace the Cup Winners' Cup. It's like the Europa Cup, isn't it? In the Cup Winners' Cup, surely you have to be a Cup winner for... Stu, tell me how many teams in the Champions League were yeah, I know. League champions. I, know. I just wanted to stick it to Tottenham because of the Spurs thing. And because <laughs> of the thing. That's all, sorry. I'm getting a little bit above my station. I'll, ba- I'll get back Obviously, to the, uh, the viewership figures in North London just took a massive hit. <laughs> I mean, so we, can start, we can start on Arsenal as well if you really want. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't think we, sh- I don't think we can. It's, it's, it's too much to just like you know. It, well, it's good enough knowing that Arsenal fan TV exists for me because that <laughs> is priceless. It, that that's been he he was on Sky Sports News the other week as like a a pundit, and I'm like. We've had Mark Wright from The Only Way is Essex as, as a pundit recently, and now this clown's on there. And I'm just like, this is just ridiculous. 
Yeah, I mean, get ready for our, you know, we might get a stint at some point, lads. Uh... <laughs> He's open. <laughs> yeah, there could be a lot of money spent in the next few days. If not, if not Christmas, or well, definitely the foot next summer anyway. And it's going to be a lot of players going for a lot of money that you know, apparently these clubs needed to form a separate league to be able to afford. What's the thing? Any other business? That was it. That was that was the uh, that was the alb done thing. So there we go. Follow along with the games at the weekend and see how well we did predicting those there games. I think we all know who's going to take this week's victory. Very confident, gentlemen. Very confident. It's usually a. It's usually a, I'm not winning this one, but everybody, everybody threw their hat in the ring. This, this, this. So uh, watch out for that. Tune in next week to see me crying and uh, these guys like, I don't know why you do it to yourself. Why why do you put our teams down to win? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Apart from Matt, obviously, you know. Yeah. Forest have had their big. Forest have had their time. Right then, thank you very much, gentlemen, for uh, joining me and taking these lovely people through the muddy sometimes waters of the football world and uh like i say until next week you guys keep it real and uh we'll see you then Bye. so there you go what do you think to that big thank you to paul for leading us through the football world and for Stuart matt for joining and helping get through these uh, sometimes choppy waters. I've already asked very nicely if you're uh, if you're listening or watching to subscribe, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be in touch with us, you got something to tell us, then uh, jump over to cookiecast.com, click one of our links, whether it's social media or uh, the the email, drop us a line, let us know how you're getting on. That's it for this one. So next time I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.